It doesn't matter what month it is. It doesn't matter that you're starting a new month. It doesn't matter that you're ending one or you're in the middle or you're in the second week, whatever. Don't worry about the fact that you didn't make the progress that you wanted to. Focus on what you can start doing today, even if it's something very small. That's really my goal with this episode. And that's true for group coaching. That's true for doing a marathon or a triathlon. That's true for being in the gym. That's true for starting a podcast. You name it. And if you can't weather the storm and play the long game, it's going to be very, very difficult to have the success you want. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,262. There's a big difference between awareness and action. Today, for episode number 1,263, and I'm only going to say this one time, getting over the February blues. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it, so I don't want to say it wrong 15 times in this episode. So we have, I don't know, how many clients have we got in NLPS this month? Like four or five? Something like that. We've had a lot of new podcast clients, which I'm very grateful for. If you're listening, thank you for trusting and working with us. Uh, but I've told them all, if you're launching your show in this month, February, do not be surprised if your listens aren't that great. And this is why. For some reason, for probably 80% of our podcasts that we produce, so we produce 30 shows right now, for 80% of those shows, this month is a super low one. I have no idea why. It's not necessarily across the podcast industry. I don't know if it's just the self-improvement section of it. I have no idea. Ours included, right? I think our listens are probably half of what they were last month. So even our listens are down. I was talking to a client about this and same thing for them. So we were talking and she said, yeah, why are the listens so low? And I said, honestly, everything has been going really well in terms of everything you've been doing. And I've been listening to the episodes. I just think it's, it's the month. I think February is just a low month. And I said, what do you think? Cause then we started talking about it. We started like digging deep. I said, when do you believe the most gym signups are? And she said, January. And I said, probably January, right? Makes sense. I said, when do you think the least amount of gym signups are? And I said, I would venture to guess that February is probably not a very high month, right? Because all of the people that were gung ho mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year, and again, no judgment on this, they probably are either still going or they've fallen off. They're not going to sign back up in February. doesn't really make sense. So this is what I have seen through podcasting. But I also feel like what happens for many of us is, and you could use many analogies for this, you start the year and you're saying, okay, January's here. I'm going to crush it. Maybe you do crush it in January. Right? Maybe you're crushing in January. Maybe you get a little off to a slow start like I did because I had I had COVID. I don't know when. I think it was in January. Mm -hmm. And it was I was like out, middle of January, I think. Was it? I was out for a week, then going back to the gym. Like I'm just getting back into the flow of things. And honestly, I'm just able now to start doing cardio. I wasn't able to do cardio because I couldn't catch my breath. It was a whole thing. 
So maybe you didn't get off to a great start. Now here we are, maybe February started for you. And you're like, all right, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to get to this. And something happened then. And you were unable to build consistency or build upon consistency. Here we are in the middle. And then maybe, you know, the same thing happens. And you say, ah, I, I started the year so strong. Or this year has been such a struggle for me. What do I do? Then we get to the end of February. And it's like, okay, we're two months in, about to be the beginning of the third month. And maybe you don't feel like you've accomplished anything. So I think of it from the aspect of, okay, if you're about to start a 12-mile race, and in the first mile, you were crushing it, or maybe you were struggling. The second mile, maybe you were crushing it again, or you got halfway into the month and then you started to struggle. What can you do to make sure that the third month is powerful? It's impactful. And I told Alan I was going to say this. We have New Year's resolutions, right? For some reason, the psychology of humans convinces us that this year is starting and I'm going to set some giant goals that I'm going to accomplish and then I'll do the same thing 12 months from today. My question for you is what are your new resolutions? What are your current resolutions? They don't have to be 90-day goals. They can be weekly goals. They can be monthly goals, whatever it is. What are you measuring against? Is it what you started the year with or have you decided based on progress or lack thereof to create some new resolutions not new year resolutions but new resolutions based on where you are i was on zoom with a client a while back and he recommended a book called the 12 week year and it's this interesting concept of what if you set new year's resolutions every quarter instead of every year how much more could you achieve what if you instead of instead of 12 months setting a goal for 12 months do 12 week goals and try to do that four times throughout a year and try to accomplish what others takes them a year, you do four times. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, the math of this very quickly, if I can achieve more than, I don't know, person A in three months, than they can by 4X, that means that, okay, so let's say, let's just do Kevin and I. Let's say Kevin sets a New Year's resolution, and I'm able to somehow achieve that same New Year's resolution in 12 weeks instead of 12 months. <clears throat> that means throughout the year, I'm going to achieve four times more than Kev. But then if I do that again next year, it's four times four, which is eight times more than Kev. If I do that next year, it's four times four times four, which is eight times four, which is, I think, 24. 32. 32. My bad. I don't know why I screwed that up. Okay, 32. <laughs> so now I've, th I've actually achieved 32 times what Kevin has achieved in three years. And this is essentially the compound effect. And so... Whatever your goals were, and this is what I've started doing, I've, I've started doing, and we did an episode on this last week, write your top three gratitudes first thing every morning, write your top three goals first thing every morning, and make sure those goals are 12-week goals, in other words, quarterly. So 12 weeks, four weeks per month, three-month goals. And that's what we do in group coaching too. And, and so to kind of bring this all home, getting over the February blues is what this is about. I wanted to talk a little bit about an experience we had. So so as you know, we've done group coaching and the very first group was called Ambitious Army and this was a beta test group. I mean, granted, everyone paid. It was a lower price point, but we're like, listen, we've never done this before. We don't really know what we're doing, but we want to get 10 people together and see what we can accomplish as a team. So we do it. It's called Ambitious Army. Awesome. There's like a bunch of people that were in that group. By the way, I looked back at it. Jesse was in group one. Mm -hmm. I think Christina was in group Two, so it's interesting how community members stayed with the community so long team members all that stuff but anyways so in group one we were still figuring out what we wanted to do and we actually had everyone track habits right out of the gate and we had them track 12 
habits. Uh, Jesse's actually on the team now, and she talked about how overwhelming that was back then. And we joked because she kind of finished group coaching, had a call with me, left for like nine months, then signed up for group seven, and then now is on the NLU team. So it's interesting. She had her aversion phase of got overwhelmed, ran away, and then came back, so to speak. We kind of joke about that. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me, thanks. But anyways, we had people tracking 12 habits right out of the gate. The point of this episode is how do you stay consistent over time coming out of January hot? How do you how do you sustain it? What we found from group coaching is that only two people by the end of the 90 days were still tracking habits. And we would check in on it because group coaching is six sessions, 90 days, bi-weekly sessions, bi-weekly progress reports. And we noticed, okay, so there's 10 members of the group. Okay, maybe eight are tracking by the end of the second session. By the end of the third session, you know, honestly, it's probably like five people still tracking. By the end of the sixth session, there was only two people still tracking. And uh, Kevin, Kevin Stenner, he came on this podcast as a reward for winning group coaching. And he only had a total productive output of 75%. So of 10 people, and again, this is partially on us because we overwhelmed people. That's our bad. Oh yeah. But of 10 people who were like, you know what? I'm ready to change. I'm going to put some money down. I'm going to get a group of like-minded people around me and I'm going to be supported and I'm going to track my habits. Of 10 people who decided to do that, only two ended up completely tracking the whole time. And of the one who actually was the most successful at tracking, he still only got 75% total productive output. And so this is not to say anything negative about anyone else in group coaching. I know that us as leaders were definitely overwhelming and the program's gotten way better since then because now we're about to open group 10 and it's way better product now at this point because we're not, we're setting it up more incremental. But the point of this episode is we have this hot out of the gate disclaimer in group coaching. We have a, a literal talk with everybody and we, at the very first session, we say, listen, if you've never tracked habits before, you're going to want to do this and you're going to want to go in hot. You're going to want to start to do a marathon. You're going to want to sprint the first couple laps. Do not do that. We've seen this time and time again, just like what everyone does in January. And Kev, I remember doing an episode with you in early January and Emilia and I were talking about how there was a bunch of new people in the gym, which I adore. Like, I, I don't like necessarily crowded gyms. That's not what I'm saying. I prefer less people there. But I was like, okay, good, good for you, good for you, good for you. Even when it's a crowded gym, there's a part of me that's like, good for you. I'm grateful that people are coming to the gym. There was this one person that was on the treadmill and she was really sprinting. And I remember thinking to myself, isn't that interesting? We're over here walking and she's sprinting. And I remember I had this thought of, like, oh no, I've never seen her here before. She's going to burn herself out. The way she's working right now, she has an incline. She's probably on level seven on the treadmill. She's sprinting and she's sweating. 
there's no way she's going to be able to sustain that. And I had that really humbling moment of like, damn, people really are too hot out of the gate. And I've been guilty of that too, for sure. I talk about my marathon, how I was way too hot out of the gate. There's a video of me after the half marathon, Emilia was there, of me cocky. I was like running backwards and sideways and like I was being playful with her. By the end, I was walking. I could barely walk, literally barely walk. And so I got humble pie bad. And so the hot out of the gate disclaimer is what we want to give to you today. Every January, everyone's excited and eager and gung-ho. It's not about how fast you start. It's about how long you can last. And that's true for group coaching. That's true for doing a marathon or a triathlon. That's true for being in the gym. That's true for starting a podcast. You name it. And if you can't weather the storm and play the long game, it's going to be very, very difficult to have the success you want. It's hard too, because I think when you set goals and then something goes wrong and you don't feel like, we're going to talk about, uh, in next episode, we're going to go deeper into this, but when you start something and you feel like you're stuck, I think it's very hard to say, okay, you know what? Maybe either I'll break down the goal to something smaller or I'll just shift completely and maybe I'll just choose another goal because okay, I like this. When we, we're thinking about setting quarterly goals, the problem is it's, yeah, that time that's time sensitive. That helps you figure out, okay, this is the amount of time I'm going to set the goal within. But unless you're the type of person who is consistently setting goals, it doesn't really matter. Like That's kind of my point with this episode is if the only time you really intentionally set goals is in New Year's resolutions, what happens when that falls off? Mm-hmm. Do you just wait till next year to set goals again? Or do you feel... Do you beat yourself up for the rest of the year? Do you convince yourself that you can't accomplish something? I think that's an important thing to look at. And Kev, we did a monthly meetup in January that was about goal setting. And we had more people attend than we've ever had. I think it was 35 people, which was wild. It was awesome. Um, But February, I guarantee you, was way less than that. I don't have the number in front of me, but I think it was like 15, 17, something like that. And we talked about relationships too. So I'm I'm surprised it didn't do... But again, I think when you think of like January, Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas, just happened. Then there's like New Year's. I mean, Thanksgiving, US Thanksgiving happens in November, right? So it's like November, December, January. And then I think January is really like, all right, we're going to, we're going to get our butt in gear and we're going to get through this. And I think, I think February is burnout, man. I I think so too. And that's why the reason I started with the podcast stats is all of these shows are self-improvement. We we had the highest listens we've ever had in December. Yeah. There right was two weeks where we had 12, like 11,000 and then 12,000 in a row. And then they went, they went down. It makes sense. Yeah. If you burn yourself out. That's my theory from this, from what I've looked at and the data. I tried to look and figure out how many people sign up for the gym. Just as an example, in February, I couldn't find a number. But what it did say is, Roughly 50% of people who signed up to the gym in January have canceled their memberships by the end of January. So yeah. if you that's that's kind of my thought, right? If you said, I am going to work out consistently this year, you sign up in January, you feel like, you know what? This isn't for me. I can't do this. I'm the worst. I'm doing it again. I'm failing again this year. I'm going to pull my membership. I'm not going to do it. What's going to happen in February? You're probably not going to be super inspired and motivated to listen to self-improvement or try to start tracking habits or whatever it may be. So the the goal and the point of this episode is getting over those blues. Look, we have this weird relationship with months. It's literally just, a, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter what month it is. It doesn't matter that you're starting a new month. It doesn't matter that you're ending one or you're in the middle or you're in the second week, whatever. Don't worry about the fact that you didn't make the progress that you wanted to. Focus on what you can start doing today, even if it's something very small. That's really my goal with this episode. Kev, I have uh, someone I really want to celebrate quickly. And this post, I think, is exactly what this episode is about. So I, I, it hasn't gone out yet. It's actually scheduled for Monday, so it's supposed to go out today. But I posted this. I, re- I wrote this last night, yesterday. Today, I want to celebrate our amazing NLU team member, Amy Lenius. When she first came on the team, she was struggling to be consistent in fitness, like we all have, dot, dot, dot. I just got a message yesterday from her saying she surpassed 200 days in a row. At one point, like all of us, Amy was having such a hard time in this area and feeling defeated. Instead of giving up, she did the following three things that changed everything. Number one, she made the daily goal smaller. Nothing crazy, just a simple 30 minutes of exercise daily. Let me move this mic. Number two, she announced it to her family and peers. This public accountability helped her, you can't read, helped her stick to it when it got hard. Number three, she tracked the days. She kept count and celebrated the small milestones with supportive people. This made the journey more meaningful. And even though she didn't know I'd ever make this post, now she's inspiring so many other people too. Remember, you touch so many other lives, whether you know it or not, and I hope we can all lead by example more. Congratulations, Amy. Hashtag it's bigger than you. And so and the it's bigger than you means like you do inspire people more than you realize. You know, I have someone else um, in my life who, uh, Brandon, Brandon's doing miles for mindset every day and he's got a bunch of people running every day. It's really cool. It's really cool how these things can spread. But my main point is she made it small so that she actually could sustain it. And I joke, but if she had started out with, I want to do three hours a day, there's no way. As a matter of fact, I would be willing to bet if she did three hours, even for a couple days in a row, she'd end up falling off on that fourth day or that fifth day. Yeah. And so, and trust me, I'm, I'm almost a year in and we went from half an hour a day to 45 minutes a day. And I talked to Emilia and I said, sweetheart, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I think we got to bump it back to a half hour. And so for a while there, it was kind of like, do you want to do 45 tonight? Or do you want to do a half hour? Now it's not even a question. Mm-hmm. We just go into the gym and we set our timer for a half hour and then we're out of there. And I don't know if we're going to do this forever or not, but my point is this, don't just be hot out of the gate try to sustain something, try to make it a lifestyle, start super small and then build over time. And then when you fall off after you build, go back to the old time. Maybe there'll be a time when we can do 45. It's not yet. I tried, you know, but we didn't fall off completely. We went down to 30. So I'm not for lowering standards, but I am for lowering the daily amount to, to focus on consistency. And you can always restart. I think that's the other thing too is, yeah. And strong work, Amy, shout out to Amy. That's, that's huge. But say she doesn't say she has a day where it doesn't happen. You can restart. You can always say, okay, today's I did two hundred. That's that's how it started for you. You wanted to beat your old you wanted to better your old best. And I think we it's hard, I think, as humans, we have this mindset of if I fail something, it's harder to restart. But yeah. it, and, and maybe it is. I mean, it is probably harder to restart, but it doesn't mean you can't. It doesn't mean you can't find more progress and it doesn't mean you you can't increase your results and it doesn't mean you can't get what you originally set out for. So that was this was kind of the kick in the butt episode of look if you're feeling like you're struggling and March is about to start I think if you're listening to this episode March may have just started it's a new month but it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be like oh it's a new month I have to do better just think of it this way any day is an opportunity to restart especially if you feel like you're struggling so that's my goal in this episode 
And in this episode too, know that you're not the only one feeling this way. Yes. I have a bunch of clients and that's one cool thing for me because I don't feel alone in this. Everyone, for the most part, with maybe a couple exceptions, is having a really hard February. A a lot of people are feeling very burnt out right now. So it's not a you issue. Yeah. I I mean, even the winter blues, for those of you who are in the Northern Hemisphere, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, even if you think about Halloween... And again, this is particularly the U.S., but I know that a lot of holidays globally work this way. October, November, December, and January are really heavy months. Of course, February, I mean, you're going to feel burnt out. I feel a little bit burnt out myself. So it's, can you weather this storm? What do you want March to look like? And how can you maybe create something that's more sustainable um, so that next time you don't burn out? If you need something to look forward to, Next Level Live 2023 is April 1st. So if you can get through, you're getting through February, it's donezo. We have uh, March after February. And then April 1st, a great way to start April with Alan and Kevin. Live in Worcester, Massachusetts. Tickets are $97. We're only taking 50 human beings. We have a continental breakfast and coffee. And we're going to have, hopefully, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen, we're going to have professional headshots. So if you are somebody who needs photos taken you can get that with the admission price so please join us again it's not going to be we've done speeches we've done presentations we've done lecture style we want this to be more of a community style that's that's our ultimate goal where during our breakout sessions alan and i are going to go into the crowd and we're going to have different different sessions and we're going to rotate. So we're going to talk to everybody there and it's going to be way more personal. That's our ultimate goal. So everything you need to know is in the show notes. If you're interested, please join us. So if you're listening to this episode, the day that it comes out, we have a monthly meetup tonight. You are invited. It is at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the three big things holding you back from success, success in your family, success in your intimate relationship, success in your wealth and your financial freedom and your financial abundance, success in your career, success in fitness, health, wealth, and love, all things. So the three big things holding you back from success, again, these are meetups and we want them to be like a meetup. The the goal is to engage in the chat, to not again lecture at you, but to have this be a virtual experience where you're talking to other community members so that you can feel not alone, so that you can have these breakthroughs. And at the end of the day, who doesn't want to feel a part of a community that's aspiring to something greater? I think that's really what we all want at the end of the day. I know that I feel very blessed to have the NLU community around me all the time. I I think about it when I'm down, I don't stay down that long because I have all these other people that are inspiring me all the time and I have so much support around me. And so hopefully we can, you know, uh, provide that for everyone to some extent. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,264. One feeling we are all after. I have a really good story for that episode. So I'm excited to share it with you all. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.